JS 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 So baby King, I know you like that shit. I, love that shit, I know I love you that like shit. that shit right there, boy. <laughs> That's hey, feel good. I'm, I'm living on that. Soul. I'm living on the edge with this one. Yes, Y'all better get this shit while you can, because <laughs> 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 I don't know how long this shit might be up. But hey, yes. welcome to the JS and King podcast. We are here again. I am your host JS. I'm your homeboy King. What's going on, brother? I know you hear this good music. Man, that's what just set me into the mood, man. I wasn't really digging at it, but I I, I like the fact that you got a whole mixture of different yeah, yeah. types of music. Except, so. You know, Spotify, listen to this shit. We uh <laughs> we need a deal. Uh <laughs> Apple Music. Hey, man, we need give, a deal. Give us the libraries, uh, man. Podbean. We need a deal. Hey, advertising, hit us up. We need a deal. Hey. Uh, how was your week this week, brother? Uh, you know, no, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, man. You know, I can't even uh, get into what I got into this week because it's a little classified. But, you know, hopefully you guys uh, will see what's going to transpire here in the future. Shit, what are you doing, brother? can't tell you, man. Top secret, bro. Top, top secret. <laughs> I hear that. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. Yes. You know, I was thinking this week, um, and I had talked to you, and, and you had, you made me think a lot about, like, basically about, like, your guilty pleasures. Just shit that you, like, that you just, you know, stuff that You're you You're referring musically? Yes, I'm talking okay. musically. You're talking about your own. I, mean, I want to talk own. about all my guilty pleasures on nah, this I, 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 I don't think I want to hear that shit. <laughs> uh, you, I don't think I even want to hear that. But, uh, you know, just, you know, everybody, I look at it as music, as a journey. Everybody takes their own individual journey. You have a lot of people that might like to just listen to the radio. Uh, but I am a person that takes my own journey musically. I go and look for music. I go and search for hot shit. I've always been this person. My father had, was the same person that I am right now to everybody in my family. Uh, basically putting everybody on to certain music and 
telling them about this concert or telling them about this person. So I've been this same person that my father was uh, to a lot of people in my life. Um, and, you know, basically we all like certain shit that we like. And yeah. so how, how, you know, was your life growing up around music in Detroit? Yeah, you know, uh, you, you, you brought up a good point when you said everybody's uh, musical journey is, is an mm -hmm. individual thing. And, you know, and I, I have to agree with you. Um, with with my past in music, I had older brothers who played instruments, so they were in bands. Um, mm -hmm. They played a lot of uh, a lot of rock, a lot of rock and roll, man. In my yeah. household, uh, my mom played a lot of soul, a lot of gospel. So I came up with a lot of mixtures of uh, music in my household. And I think most people probably do. Yeah. If you are a youngest, uh, a uh, youngest child, youngest child in the family, you really are exposed to everybody else's. Music, so I got a lot of music dumped into my ears at a lot of early, at an early age, um, and uh, did, yeah, she, did you did you like night. did you like a lot that you heard in your household? Did you just take to certain music that you heard in your household? Um, you know what, I really took to the music my mom played. I think that's something that must be genetic. Yeah, um, but I I really took to what my mom played. She played a lot of like Gladys Knight, mm -hmm. um, a lot of uh, uh, Otis Redding. Uh, a lot of uh, Nat King Cole. Uh, she played a lot of. Uh, where uh, where was she from? If I'm like, uh, she's from Alabama, so she had a lot of blues in her. Yeah, she had a lot, a lot of, of blues, blues in her. In yeah, her. yeah, a lot of blues in her. So I really gravitated. You know, Marvin Gaye, all the mm -hmm. top people were, uh, you know, that was in that time. She she played that stuff, but it was always soul music, like yeah. really soul music. So when I got around my older brothers and started listening to them, you know, sitting on the steps and just looking at them play their instruments and uh you know basically they were playing uh riffs you know they were young yeah and they were trying to copy what they were uh what they were hearing but they were copying the rock and roll guys so yeah. i kind of got a little exposure to like uh, uh steely dan and uh, uh, exposure to you know a, a lot of uh acts that that really wasn't be in my neighborhood, yeah. Because in my neighborhood in Detroit, it was kind of rough. So yeah. you're listening to R and B or rap. And that was only you know rap was just starting. So yeah, you know R and B or rap. That was all you really had. And it's even on the radio station, mm -hmm. uh, you had the jazz station. So you mm -hmm. know I used to enjoy listening to WJZZ. Yeah, WJZZ. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we had that going on. So yeah, yeah. But I know your. Um, background in music yeah so you go ahead and, and tell us about your background well um growing up in my house it was uh, a very eclectic uh my father paid played saxophone saxophone uh growing up in high school and for a couple of groups and he also had a production company so um you know a lot of people would come through the house you know natalie cole and and Rick James, different people would come through the house at an early age and I would go and, you know, be behind stage and see a lot of stuff. So it was a lot of music that my father played that I thought I hated uh, when I heard it because I was embarrassed driving down the street listening to this shit because he played it loud as hell. So it was like, for example, like Parliament Funkadelic. When I was a kid, I was like, oh my God, what is this shit he playing? But as I got older... I was like, yo, this is the shit, you know, because it started being sampled by a lot of hip hop artists that we grew up listening to. So it was always there. So it was a lot of, uh, and a lot of jazz, you know, my father listened to a lot of John McLaughlin, Miles Davis. So he was really into jazz, but he was also into rock, automatic man, 
uh he was into a lot of uh a lot of funk you know what I mean and so my father he, you know he took chances uh listening to a lot of those. he introduced me to kiss he introduced me to uh, you know, uh, a lot of jazz and and, and different, and then a lot of that reflects in your music because uh, yeah. you know, if you don't know about JS, he uh he's also a a, a very accomplished uh, you know, musician and a composer of music and beats. So yeah, yeah, you might get lucky, you know, and hear some of his stuff from time to time. Um, and uh, so I, it, it does reflect in in the, in the way you build your beats and the way you build yeah. your music. You can hear those influences and the things. And hopefully, you know, if, if you guys pressure him, he can put a couple of things up on the Google site or on our, on one of our pages so you can test yeah, out some I, of that I, good music. I, I, I hope I hope to do that soon. I uh, you know, and then at the same time, my father also, uh, you know, he taught me to just like different shit. So at growing, you know, growing up, him taking me to Kiss concerts, him taking me to Prince, uh, 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 what's her name? Doves Cry, uh, Purple now, Rain. I tour. remember. I remember yeah. you told me uh, that your father' uh, name was actually on one of the Parliament Funkadelic's album covers. Yeah, yeah, it's on the back of uh, One Nation Under a Groove. Okay. Yeah, One Nation Under a Groove. His name is on the back. Uh, you know, y'all won't know it, but uh, but it's on the back of it. What's I'm not telling. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm not telling, but it's on the back of the shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, on, on the back of One Nation Under a Groove. Yeah. And so and he's mad at me for saying that I got some top secret <laughs> shit going on, right? Okay. But, you know, I don't need nobody looking up my damn dad on Facebook and shit. Uh, but, uh, you know, it was interesting. Just from that album, I got to meet uh, George Clinton and the Brides of Funkenstein yeah. at Wonder Love uh, down the street in the hood. You know, Wonder Love Records is not there anymore. But I got to meet them. It was just me, my sister, and my dad and the Brides of Funkenstein and... Uh, and George Clinton. So it was real interesting. I used to have pictures. I think my dad probably lost those damn pictures, but you know, it yeah. was a, it was a nice to post a few. Yeah, it was, it was, it was nice to, you know, it, it was a good thing. It was a good time. So I've, you know, he took me to see Miles Davis to meet Miles Davis. And growing up, when I was young, I was like, what is this shit? But as I get older and I'm older now, and I'm like, damn, I can't believe. I can't believe well, you, I met these people. You know, man, oh, my, you know, my, my musical journey is, is kind of a unique and weird one because, you know, after I moved from Detroit, uh, I moved to Lansing, Michigan. It was like a culture shock to go from yeah, I'm, I'm the, sure. the neighborhood and the hood of Detroit and hearing what was on the radio in in Detroit mm -hmm. and then going 100 miles away outside of Detroit and living yep. there and uh, the difference in the, the radio stations and the music. And, uh, yeah. and then once again, you know, sometimes you're exposed to music because of the place that you live. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and, you know, because local radio stations back before streaming, yeah, uh, people used to listen to the radio to actually get their music. Mm -hmm. And, um, so you would be exposed to different stations and different music at the stations before they programmed all the music and you only yeah. got to hear Beyonce 74 times in a row. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, so I was exposed to a different brand of music, uh, I discovered uh, light rock, mm -hmm. <laughs> and that was a that was a, a thrill to me because I was a high strung, and I think I am. I'm still a high strung person, so uh, light rock really helped me. And I started playing that to go to sleep. But as I went to sleep, I started learning all these songs. Yeah. So now I have a whole catalog of these useless songs in my head. Yeah. Just from that experience, but you know, you know, it's part of the, it's part of the journey. It's you, part of the journey. <laughs> you know what's interesting? I remember around that time I had a. Uh, I was going to school in Lansing in uh, the ninth grade, and um, I think that was the first time I heard New Kids on the Block. 
Um, and I would not have heard that shit in Detroit. No, you would never heard that in Detroit. I would have never that. heard that shit in right. Detroit. I remember that shit. You know, uh, yeah, the right and, stuff. And then oh, I got double oh, exposed. Oh, oh, I got double yeah. exposed because after I left Detroit, there was no cable TV in Detroit. Yeah. So when I moved to Lansing, there was cable. So all of a sudden now I got MTV. So this is this oh this is after on and it. Yeah, this is after on and it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely was all after. All right, and for it. anybody who don't know, back in the day, uh, <laughs> they used to show movies. Uh, it was uh, on and it was it. Yeah. I, who picked these fucking names? HBO uh, had just started. Yeah, 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 they had yeah. Just started. Yeah. I remember they had the uh, HBO thing come up and they had the little video where the the camera would go through the city. Yeah, yeah. Be like, oh yeah. my god, look at this. Yeah, incredible. yeah. So you know, yeah, MTV had just hit. So I kind of got exposed to that music, yeah. not being in Detroit where I didn't have access to cable. Yeah. Even though when we were in, in, in Lansing, we, we, we used to uh, we used to have cable radio, so we still could hear Detroit music. Mm, yeah. But you know, the only way you could do it is you had to have cable radio, which was basically you just put your cable wire up to the receiver, yeah. and, and then it would catch the signal. So it wasn't really... Nothing special, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's what everybody was trying to make it sound special. Hey, you know what? I, out of the, out of the normal, I uh, I remember on it. It used to play uh, like real porno type yes. shit at night, and I yes. remember, I remember, thinking, wow, yeah, I remember thinking, wow. catching a few of them as a oh, kid. Man. Like, wow, this is some shit I've never seen this oh. ass before. Um, you know, but I just remember adolescence just, uh, yeah. is something else, man. <laughs> yeah. I remember um going well, to the movies. I don't know if you ever seen this movie before. It had um uh Barbara Hershey. Uh this movie was called The Entity. The Entity. I don't, know if you ever I don't said, recall. Okay, it. but yeah. man, yeah, they they it was it was really graphic and uh it was a, it was about a ghost. Yeah, and the ghost. Uh, in one scene, the ghost had threw her up on the walls. She was naked, and the ghost was feeling all on her boobs and stuff. Like, yeah, you know, bad CGI and shit. Yeah, but it was like, oh my god! Like I'm only like for like twelve. Like I can't believe they're showing this. Like, yeah, yeah, man, check it out one day. <laughs> my 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 movies was more like the uh, Hall- like the Halloween Jamie Lee Curtis. You know, she always showed her titties and and all the Halloween movies. So I was I was just like, wow, you know what I mean? Man, I was a fucked yeah. up kid, man. I was a fucked up kid. Yeah. My mom would get the motherfucking <laughs> J.C. Penny or Montgomery Ward's yeah. uh, book in the, in the mail. <laughs> a big thick ass book. They go turn right to the fucking broad panty section. Nigga, like, I, I thought oh, I was the only one that did that oh. shit. <laughs> I, I used to take this shit yeah. the catalog yes. in the bathroom the with me. And uh, hey. I, I remember my mama came in hey. like, Gerald. <laughs> This nigga is in here looking all at the, you. I was like, oh, shit. All the they slim fickies was in yeah. Montgomery Ward's catalog. They, didn't, catalog they didn't blew my, my mom and them blew my spot up. Like, damn. Because, oh, you know, it was no yeah. locks on the door back then. Yeah. So, you know. And, you so, know. And, my, and my dad kept his Playboys up under the sink in the bathroom also. <laughs> and, and so I used to I used to go in there and she caught me one time reading oh one. I wasn't reading one of the Playboys. I was just looking at the fucking pictures. Yeah. But, you know. He's an intellectual man. He likes to read the articles you don't look at playboy for the picture yeah That's yeah not yeah not not at all not at all <laughs> but uh today we have a guest uh this brother his name is maps uh better known as miles amadeus prowler he is the host of the i black man podcast and the host of the podcast called fresh i have known him for most of his life all of his life uh <laughs> i know him like any other 
Uh, and he knows all of us, and he is very familiar with the Jason Friend King the podcast. Friend of the show. We welcome you to the show, Miles Amadeus hey, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. What's going on, brother? How you doing today? I'm all right, man. Continuing the facade of sanity. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy to be here. How y'all doing today? Hey, we are. We pretty good, man. Yeah, we, can't, we can't complain. We can't complain. Well, brother, today we have been talking about a lot of our guilty pleasures, uh, meaning with music. I, I do not mean sexually, brother. So <laughs> I don't, don't say. Your guilty pleasures, <laughs> so brother. Do not say. Any, don't, no, don't come in like, well, I like having my. No, no, brother. I am talking <laughs> yeah, about yeah. music. No, no. Uh, yeah. So I like to dress up as a bunny rabbit for sex. Like, what? Yeah. yeah like, guilty like, pleasure. My do, fault. <laughs> yeah. Do not. Reveal any of that, brother. Uh, oh, no, sir, no. But I wanted to start off with um, how was it growing up in your household, music-wise, you know, uh, growing up with your parents and with your family and how, you know, what yeah. were you into? What was your musical journey well, like? Well, for me, you know, playing from Detroit, Motown, that's just that just goes without saying all of that stuff I grew up on. Right. Uh, like, my mom was a big old hippie, so I grew up on the Beatles, the Mamas and the Papas. Okay. All that stuff. So it's like when I went to go to school, they used to make fun of me because they were like, "Hey, that kid singing the monkey," <laughs> and like I didn't, I didn't know that black kids in inner city Detroit wasn't singing like Homecoming Queen and stuff like that. Like he's singing Abba, so like that was <laughs> ah, not Abba. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that was my like silly Dan and all that stuff. So that yeah. stuff I was on, Man. and you know, pink. What I, I was about to say, I had a quick story. Man, I almost got in a fight at school. Over Bob Dylan, it was the craziest thing, man. I, because uh, wow. we we are the world just came out. Yeah, and if you remember his part, he's like, just you and me. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. this motherfucker sound like a damn hillbilly. Yeah. And the white boy got mad and stood up like we were great go. Yeah, and I was like, and then they broke it up, you know, whatever. And I was like, man, you tripping, man? He do sound. Matter of fact, I said he sounded like buckwheat. And he got mad yeah. at me. And, 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 and time, well, he did sound like Buckwheat. And, uh, he, did. He, he did. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah. did. And then wanted to fight me over it. And then it, it took me years later in my musical journey to get respect for Bob Dylan. And, hey, bro, I don't even know if you remember the incident or if you'll ever hear this, but I apologize. You had the right to stand up because the man makes some damn good music. So I, I appreciate you standing up for Bob Dylan that day. I was ignorant. So I just want to get that out of my chest. That yeah. wasn't a good representation of Bob Dylan. To be fair, out of his entire catalog, that was not a good representation Very, of Bob Dylan. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my introduction to him. Sound like Buckwheat. And yeah. I was like, what the hell? Like, That's this, not a good introduction. This nah. is the dude that they talking about, Bob Dylan? Like, and, like, <laughs> and We Are The World has no replay value at all. <laughs> oh, it is no, it is no time where this shit's supposed to be hey, played again. That is historical. You will never see that again, ever. Period, point <laughs> blank. Yeah. yeah, that never happened again. I watched the video and you could just tell how pissed Michael Jackson was, like looking at everybody else as he was singing, like I'm a damn artist. Hey, how and I got Chevy Chase song. over here. I heard a story that said that uh, they invited Prince to be in it, and he walked in there and seen all the people and turned around, walked right back out. He heard the song and said, "Nah, I can't be part of this shit." Yeah, I heard Quincy uh, <laughs> tried to get him to come, but yeah, I, 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 I didn't know if he walked out. You he know walked out. Mean? He said he walked out. No, like I know that I can't be part of this shit. The messed up part is though, we all know that Prince could have made a better song oh, by he, himself. Yeah, he wouldn't have wanted none of their ass to be on it. Nah, he would have done it. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah you know? for real. Shit, he would have kicked everybody off the stage. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. he had yeah. the right to though. He was the greatest musician of all times, and I'll debate that all with time. anybody. Period, yeah. point blank. Let's go. 
So he is the Beethoven of our generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he truly is. I wanna I wanna argue with you, but I don't have nobody in mind right now. So I'm just gonna There is go. no one. There is yeah. no one. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah no just one. let it go. You know, there's I mean? one. Michael Jackson never picked up an instrument. So no, he probably picked it up. He just didn't use that shit. Nah, that, <laughs> yeah. that, Mike was the best entertainer. Yeah, yeah. Hands down, Mike was yeah. the best entertainer. Yeah. He he was a great well shit. I heard that Michael Jackson can play the hell out of some tambourines, though. That nigga can shake that motherfucker on his leg and spin it. Everything, nigga. He ain't playing hey, he the could, guitar, piano, drum, bass. He ain't doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? Let's get that shit straight. Acoustic tambourine. <laughs> hey. He can moonwalk and hit the tambourine at the same time, nigga. Hey, did anybody know? Did Michael write any songs? Yeah. Which one? Yeah, yeah. He wrote. He wrote majority of the songs. He wrote majority. Does he, yeah, that, that's the what knock he did. On Michael he did is, the knock on Michael is Michael couldn't write a song for anybody other than him. And that's, that's where him and Prince separates because Prince has written songs, songs for, for, every, every yeah, for everybody. Yeah, for he everybody. writes songs yeah. that you sing that you don't even know. You know what I'm saying? And for yeah. real. So yeah. because he don't even tell you he wrote it. Because a lot of the hits, I remember I seen a, uh, it was a documentary on um, Off the Wall. Yeah, and I was just seeing how many producers and who uh, the dudes that who had wrote the songs or whatever. Yeah, it was it was very good. So it just made me question. Like I wonder what songs, actual songs that Mike did. No, do. I think you know Mike I mean? wrote the majority of. I mean, he had writers to help him, but I think he wrote the majority of his shit. But the problem was he never wrote anything for anybody else. You yeah, know, all yeah. He, did, he wrote for himself. So yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. That's another knock on Michael that he's not better than Prince because dude. The crazy thing that got me was is when I found out, even though it was on left field, when I found out the Beatles couldn't read music. Oh, yeah, really? I've heard that before. Yeah. yeah, like when I heard the Beatles couldn't read, like they made all their music, but they couldn't be like write down what you just did. But we, you, could, we couldn't do it. If you really listen to the Beatles, it's not really. Uh, until they got into the Sgt. Pepper phase, all that music they were playing before was kind of basic. It was good yeah. music. Though. It was good I music. And a lot, and a lot of covers. It was good yeah. music, but they were yeah they weren't they weren't really you know innovative until they got to the Sgt. Pepper phase. Yeah, that's when they became innovative when they went over to India or wherever they went to and yeah. you know got into that whole got on acid. Yeah, got on acid. <laughs> yeah. Then all of a sudden you know, but even then there were yeah. studio players playing behind them. They weren't just by themselves. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So Miles. Let me ask you. Yes, sir. Is it what kind of stuff are you into musically? Oh man, I listen to everything. Shoot, I listen to like uh, Korean hip hop. Mm. I listen to this dude named uh, his name is Ben Zeno. B E E N Zeno. Z I N O. Ben Zeno from uh, <laughs> from Boston. <laughs> <laughs> from Boston. <laughs> but, but, it's funny, but it's like he. If I could sum him up, he's the Korean Drake. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, he's like Korean Drake. And it's like, I listen to a lot of that stuff, and my daughter be like, I don't know what they're saying. I don't either, but it sounds hard, don't it? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. And yeah. it's better than stuff on the radio, because I listen to the radio, I know what they're saying is bullshit. I listen to yeah. that, like, it could be bullshit, or it could be saying something. Yeah, that's just I don't brain, know, but it's that's hard. That's a brainwashing yeah. tool. I don't even listen to the radio no more. That's just a brainwashing oh, tool, no. for real. You can't mm-hmm. even... You can put a gun no. in my head to me listening to the radio, for real. They ain't gonna bring this yeah, brainwashing. No. Yeah, I don't pretty Most of the... Stuff I listen to, I listen to like a, a lot of Iron Maiden, uh, oh. Motorhead, mm-hmm. uh, like RT, a lot of hard work, you know, I listen to that because I can't spaz on my kids and stuff, so I just go downstairs <laughs> and sit in my man cave and listen to like some, some angry shit and go upstairs like, all right, Harry everything's Rollins. cool. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I listen to like classic <laughs> stuff too, like I listen yeah. to like Queen, but my stuff switches so much, like last week I was listening to 1980s Japanese pop music. Yeah. So, yeah, you got, it's you like got I got kids now. On that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like I got kids now. I got a. 
You just said Queen, man. Golly, boy, you talking about a great band. Yeah, Queen was great. Yo, man. Freddie Mercury, greatest front man ever. Oh my goodness. You know, that 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 mm-hmm. guy there, that that I seen that uh, movie or whatever. It really yeah. didn't do him justice. It didn't do him no oh, justice. That movie felt rushed. It, it was a good movie. I liked it, though. It was a good movie, but it felt rushed. Yeah, I liked it, You though. know, I tried to watch Elton John, the uh, Rocket Man movie. I didn't try to Once watch again, it. Once again, it felt After rushed. I'm you a told huge, me it was a musical. I was like, I don't even want to fuck with that. Yeah, I'm huge with Elton John. I'm huge with Billy Joel. I'm huge with uh, Fleetwood Mac. It's probably my favorite band. Oh, don't get me started on Fleetwood Mac, oh, man. man. They make music. It's, it's almost too good, dog. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It, it really is. It really is, man. I, I got. I got to give it to him, man. I, I call him. I call him the three-headed monster. You know, what I'm saying they were like Christine the Wu Tang of folk music. They were really I the Wu Tang. They were. They were. Yeah, they were. Yeah, about their history. Yeah, yeah. they really were a Wu Tang uh, of, of folk, like soft rock music. Yeah, honestly, they just everybody break up, do stuff dope by themselves. They drop it classics by themselves, and when you listen yes. to it, it's like man, it's a lot of emotion in the music. They yeah. were like you find out, Oh yeah, they were like. Then you find out. You find out everybody was fucking everybody. Ah, that makes yeah. all the sense in the world. That's why I had so much emotion. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, yeah. yo, everybody. Yeah. Uh, well, Christine McVeigh was dating the bass drummer, a bass player. Uh, yep. uh Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham. Lindsey Buckingham. They had been yeah. on and off forever. It was just beef in the streets. I mean, that whole Rumors album was basically a diss album to everybody, each other in the group. Yeah, they was wow. dissing each other as they was recording. Like, <laughs> it was, it's a song I got about you. Yeah, one and a two. Uh, it, it's a straight diss album, and everybody yeah. they dissing is in the group. So, can you imagine going on tour every night and playing this song? And you know that this song is about you. Yeah. And, you, you know, everybody cheering, but, you know, she just, Stevie Nish just dissed the hell out of me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you you want to get on that tip. You want to get on that tip, too, man. Another thing I used to listen to, uh, No Doubt, their first album, Tragic Kingdom. If you look at that, that whole album is with Stefani dissing the bass player, the black dude, because they broke up. And all the songs they had after that that was about breakups and stuff yeah. was about him, and oh. he knew it. <laughs> you know what? Another low, another low shit. key uh, diss track was uh, between uh, uh, Paul McCartney and, and uh, John Lennon. John Lennon, yeah, yeah, with the uh, "How Do You Sleep at Night" and uh, I can't remember the other the comeback that uh, Paul McCartney had. Mm. Some called him Mama's Boy or something. I think the name of the song was, but that was epic. I mean, they went back and forth. Yeah. John Lennon ate him up on that. Uh, How do you sleep at night? Uh, I might have to go back up. and listen to that. Yes, hey, <laughs> you have to. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask y'all a question: Is it a group that y'all listen to that a lot of people don't know about, but they should listen to? A group or an artist? Mm. Group or artist? That you would want to put somebody on to, uh, older that okay. you would listen to. If we want to talk about something older. We could. Talk, I could talk about something older. Uh, there's a other artist named Warren Zevon. I think a lot of people slept on. Mm-hmm. And if you go back and listen to Warren Zevon, you you know his songs, but you have to listen to the other songs. Uh, he made uh, Werewolves in London. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, Werewolves in London. Yeah. Uh, he made that. that he made uh, uh, Poor Poor Pitiful Me. Uh, but he has some other songs, man, and uh, he 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 earned a Grammy for this song called uh, "My Shit's Fucked Up." And uh, y'all, y'all <laughs> just off of that, I would go. No, listen honestly, to the, the shit. name was. Oh, I know you got my attention with <laughs> yeah. that. Dog. Honestly, yeah. he, his name is Warren Zevon. He made he won a Grammy a year before he died. He had mm-hmm. never got any acclaim or nothing. He made a song called uh, "My Shit's Fucked Up." 
It was basically a song about him talking to his doctor. Yeah. About talking to his doctor and his doctor telling him he pretty much drunk himself to death. Yeah. And everything we didn't try to do, it ain't working no more. Yeah. And your shit's fucked up, you know. And in, in the line of the song, he said, the doctor said, your shit's fucked up. And he's like, my shit's fucked up. He's like, yes, your shit's fucked up. Was this a comedy album? No, no. <laughs> it's, 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 like, it's either real as hell or it's real as hell. Yeah, it's either real as hell or funny. If you ever go back and listen to it, you got to understand that the man died. Like a like within like a year of that song, and he was talking about, "Hey, I'm about it, to die. It, my shit's up. fucked up." Doctor told me, and there it is, man. Yeah, because I'm, I'm imagining. <laughs> so I would like I'm to, imagining like a cover of like a dude with a doctor that's like, "Yo, right. like, yo, my shit's fucked up." <laughs> like a comedy album, and shit. but uh, yeah, that's, no, that's an old artist. I like to put people on if Warren Zevon. Okay, and uh, and if I had to pick somebody new who's old, it's new old school. I would I would highly recommend highly recommend. I'm not a blues guy. I would highly recommend listening to the new, um, uh, listening to BB King, Eric mm-hmm. Clapton collaboration. They have an album, and uh, it's, it's been out for a while. But you should listen to it. It's a collaboration. It was right before BB King died. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of artists play their best right before they die for some reason. Uh, yeah, Jay yeah. Dilla, you know, I say people are at their peak when they die sometimes. But the BB King and uh, and Eric Clapton is another good soulful album. So what about you, Miles? All right, well, I'm going to change one of mine because I think the one I was going to say, you was going to say. So I'm going to say uh, two two uh, artists. I think one, uh, I think she's from, like, England. Her name is Lil Sims. I think she's she's really ill. She's got bars. and Like, her first two albums is nice. Like, her first album. Because, like, uh, it's grime. Yeah. And a lot of people she's not hit on that. I, I love grime. It's dope. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, her first album, A Curious Tale of Trials and Trials. Or something. And then her second album, uh, Stillness in Wonderland, like, they are like two of the best albums I've heard in a minute. Okay. And the other person I had to put on her name is Glam. It's an acronym for good lyrics and music. Okay. And mm. she has a EP called The Feel. I think it's really dope uh, because it's like, if you want to hear somebody spit on some lyricism stuff, not on some, I'm a bad bitch and I get money and all this stuff. It's dope. She got a song about having a dude at her house. And it's from her point of view, and she's talking about how she wants the dude to stay there and don't want him to leave. So mm-hmm. she keep rolling up another blunt. And it's just ill from her point of view and stuff like that. But it's a dope album. Check it out. Glamour or an album called The Field. Dope. And anything by Lil Sims, I say, check that out. She's dope. No oh, doubt. I like, I, that. Um, I like that. Me, myself, I would, um, just on older stuff, I would say it's a group uh, out of San Francisco I grew up listening to. Um, they had two albums. Uh, the name of the group was Automatic Man. Automatic Man. Yep. Uh, I had. Um, it was a. It was a mix. A mixed race group. They both was black and white. You know, it's like four people. But uh, it was a. It was a very. They had two dope albums. It was rock, but it was like funk. But it was both of them was pr- two dope albums. Uh, and you know, they. I remember I had. Uh, this was back before streaming. I don't think it's on any streaming services either. Um, nah, it's not. Yeah, I had to, uh, I remember I had purchased the CD. I used to have the album, but I lost it in one of my storages. But um, but I had to send for it in England, uh, which is crazy. Um, and, uh, you know, but I got the I got it on CD or whatever. But uh, Automatic Man, they had a song called My Pearl. I remember hearing it on Saturdays at my dad, you know, at my house growing up or whatever. But, uh, and... 
and let me see, in a, a newer group, um, and one of them that I had sent you is uh is Bob uh Bob, yep. yeah Bob Villain um uh, or Bob Villain uh either or but um they are a group out of London um it is I don't even know if you would consider it grime or or just hip hop or punk rock uh it's it's all yeah. of them it's all of them yeah. um, but y'all you know you should uh YouTube it um but it's two guys uh and um but it, it's real dope it's real dope um very awoke type music you know oh, what I mean? yeah, uh, they got a song called lynch your leaders uh they got a they got a, a a punk rock version and a grime version which is which is dope um and i had found them on Bandcamp, um and uh it was just it's it's just it's real dope shit it's real dope shit uh yeah they nice yeah hey uh uh miles i had a quick yeah, question have, since you said you're such a uh a fan of Fleetwood Mac. I was curious, have you ever heard of Frozen Love from Stevie Nicks and uh, Lindsey Buckingham? Frozen Love? Oh, I can't say I heard about it. I thought it was yeah, Big Love. Should, that yeah. was my song. Now, Big Love, Big Love, out. yeah, Big Love is a is a good one, but you should check out. It's a real app. You can't really find it anywhere. I found one okay. person that posted it on YouTube. Um, now nah, I gotta find it. Yeah, you should check it out. Frozen Love with uh, Buckingham and Nicks, um, and uh, it's before they joined Fleetwood Mac. Oh, uh, okay, bad. yeah, yeah, and it's called Frozen Love, but there is a break in there that is so dope. And when you listen to it, and you can catch it, it's on YouTube. And that's the only place I found it. No streaming services have it. Um, right? And, yeah, they don't even have the album. I don't understand it. Yeah. So, but somebody posted it on YouTube, and I'm mm. telling you, bro, you take a minute to listen to that. It's a break, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about on there. It's probably one of the best breaks I've ever heard in my life. Hey, oh, if you say so, I gotta find it. I got a question for y'all. Uh, name me one rapper that you just love. That MC every, Hammer. That everybody oh. else. <laughs> <laughs> that you just love. That everybody else might be like, what the fuck? You listen to that shit? Oh, word. Okay. Can I get two? <laughs> you got two of them. Go ahead. No, I, I let you go first. I let the guests go first. Like, like, do they say you listen to it because it's whack, or they just surprised that you listen? They might be. They might think it's whack. Or they might not just don't even fuck with it. But you love okay. it. Okay. For me, I have to say off top, Johnny Cash. Okay. I love Johnny Cash. And a I, lot of people be like, dude, you listen to that? Yeah. I said rapper, though. Oh, so damn. See, that's what I do. Oh, no, no, hey, Johnny okay, Cash. Um, but Johnny Cash hey, hurt, is dope, though. Hurt? Hurt? Oh, my God. Nah. Nah, nah. Oh, I, hey, that stopped my world for a minute. Keep it real. When he put hurt out, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my God. Oh. Like, man. Rappers, mm -hmm. I would say off top, I guess of now, Kanye. And um, another rapper. <laughs> another, yeah, I like I, I, I love old Kanye. Uh, I guess another rapper, I would probably say Westside Gun. Mm. Mm. I like I like both of those. Uh, even though I don't like the person Kanye is now. Yeah, I don't I like, like Kanye. Yeah, as a yeah, person, I don't. But I, I, don't, I, I, I don't respect really. him as a musician. What what, sure. what yeah. about you though, King? Um, um, uh, Chino XL. Mm. Chino XL. Chino is dope. I, I, and he I, supposed I, to be having an album coming out with a uh, um, Mad Lib or something. I, I don't know. So. I think you had showed me something about that. Yeah, yeah, I seen yeah, something about that. I gotta look like, into that, I, man. That I, was sick. I've been a big Chino guy for uh, forever. I think everybody abandoned him, but I've always been down with Chino. 
You know what oh. I, I think it is? It's with a lot of West Coast artists. They don't get a lot of love over here on the East Coast. Yeah. But, but they might be big on the West Coast. You know Speaking what I mean? Speaking of that, that was my second person was uh, Superfly. 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 Yeah. He was from San Francisco? Um, Yeah, he was from, no, he, I think he was from L.A. Okay. There was a rapper called Superfly. I know. And, uh, and yeah, he, he may not. Also, um, J.O. Felony. I love Ooh. J.O. I love yeah, you used to bump that J.O. Felly. I'm Ooh. like, I remember you used to bump that. Yes. That nigga on dry land. And no motherfucker on dry land can fuck with me. Man, yeah. boy. You yeah. talking about. You heard that a lot. If I didn't shoot That's, no, if I didn't shoot nobody at that time, I, yeah. I was never going to shoot anybody. Because <laughs> J.O. Felony had me just. Oh, my. And, and he never got the respect that he deserved. But if you go back and listen to, especially that album. Yeah. Um, and listen to who he Jay-Z wrote. crushed him. And listen I, to I remember he was on Def Jam. Yeah, I remember yeah. he was on Def Jam. Yeah, they but, pushed him. Yeah. They pushed yeah. him. But he, if you saw the artist that he worked with on that album, he worked with Tupac. He worked with major artists yeah. on that album. But I don't know if it just didn't sell or somebody started hating on him. But the lyrics. He beat with Jay-Z. And I think that's, that's when I don't think that was um, the beginning of the petty Jay-Z phase. Yeah, well, he was very and, petty for stopping that because J.O. Felony, you know, hey, that man, that was the shit. That and I, the and shit. I think a lot of times when you just don't get sales on the other side of the country, you know, it, you, you know, know, being yeah, a Cali yeah, rapper and yeah, coming to New yeah. York, and nobody buying that over there. Yeah, I think I'm probably I think, the only person that ever had it. I think like it, two of my boys. I think it stops at yeah. the Midwest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I think Chicago and Detroit, Indiana. We all listen to we listen to both sides, but then once you get to you know, they like, hey, it ain't hit New York, then yeah, it ain't, don't it ain't make it all the way. Yeah. It stops yeah. right on that line. You're right. And that's why we got the best rappers. You know what though? <laughs> you know my. Uh, Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, oh, I, I'm not even going to go into that debate. That's yeah, yeah, show. yeah, yeah. I uh, mine will probably be sugar free. Uh, Ooh, sugar free is. Um, I love sugar free. Um, yeah, sugar you free know, is so dope. Yeah, I love sugar free. You know, a lot of people they get in my car and see that I'm listening to Sugar Free and they were like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And I'm like, yo, you know, you better get on this game. Straight pimp shit. Uh, yeah, you know, you get on this <laughs> game. Pimp Shout out to Sugar Free, yeah. baby. Shout out to Sugar Free. You know what I Straight mean? Straight pimp shit. Yeah, this, hey, Sugar Free, hey. Yeah. I'm telling you, yo. Yeah, yo, hey, I love the way he rap. Free. I love the way he rap, man. You can see, you can see the the, the, the ring on his pinky finger when he rap. You yeah, can see it. Hey, like, uh, I love it, man. Hey, J.S., have what you, up? um, have, have you seen, they had a meme, meme video going around about Sugar Free. That's the I started feeling old. It was right about the time I was funny. I seen somebody with an eight ball jacket. But they had this meme going around. They were talking about Sugar Free and they were just talking about how his flow was just garbage. All these young cats. And I was trying, yeah, they were just saying, like, look at these old cats. They trying to, their debate was you hate on mumble rap. But this is somebody who y'all said they was like this nigga supposed to be getting hot. I was like, no, sugar free was he's a getting pimp. Real yeah, like like nigga, then he rapped. That's 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 what you got out of. He's literally spitting game yes. on this song yes. that you're listening yes. to. Yes, if, if you can't absorb it, that's your fault. Get my money while you bullshitting, <laughs> nigga. Hey, hey, you, hey. Nobody cannot front on sugar free. Everybody getting kind of like, yo, what is this shit? I'm like, yo, you better listen to this shit. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, yeah, nah, keep, you, you, you'll like whack. this shit. Nah, yes, yeah, he's, yes. He's dope. He's dope. Yes, he have a combination of the shit is funny and it's game. You know, you know what I mean. So, I, I look at him and I'm hoping, not that we are out on the West Coast, but I'm hoping that he gets the same type of uh, financial love that artists in New York get because there's a lot of artists in New York. Rappers that 
can sustain their whole life like a cam can just live yeah. off of New York sales. So I'm hoping that Sugar Free is one of those people that we just can live on LA sales and be fine. Um, I believe he, he, but I believe he, he is. He does. Uh, <laughs> he does. Uh, you know, every time that I go to the West Coast and I listen uh, to the radio, I hear Sugar Free. You understand? So I, so I, it's like they tour. They tour the West I Coast. In a, I grew up in an era where it wasn't even cool to really listen to any West Coast artist and tell Snoop and Dre came, but. Yeah. We were listening to freestyle, uh, free, uh, freestyle fellowship, yeah. and we were listening to yeah. you know Sebo. I was listening to Sebo. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. So even before it got commercial to get on the West Coast bandwagon, I was already up on E40 and the Click. And yeah, I, I mean, I I grew up being growing up in Detroit. I listened to both of them. West Coast music and East Coast music, uh, Midwest all That's together. That's what makes us so dope. And because so we get both yeah. ends. Yeah, we I got, I got, ends. I got both ends, and so I was influenced heavily by both of them. So I love West Coast and East Coast music, and and Midwest. You know, as you know, I'm from yeah. the Midwest, so you know, I loved it okay. all. Grew up, grew, grew up on it all, man. Yeah, for real. You know, yeah. so but uh, Miles, do yeah, you want to uh, tell everybody where they can hear you at every week? Oh well, you can check me out um anywhere cat uh, or anywhere podcasts are casted. Uh, you know, I Black Man Podcast is just basically you know about a black view of the world. You know, unfiltered uh, tagline. You know, offensively black, so you will be entertained, and more than likely you will be offended. And more, educated, sure. and educated. Don't get it wrong. The last educated. episode, I got really educated, man. You talked about some things that really. Know yeah, yeah. You know, I try to, I try to, I try to teach people stuff, and it's like I don't sugarcoat it. But like I said, if you listen to me. I, I dropped some knowledge on you in other podcasts. I got a podcast called Fresh. As always, anywhere podcasts are at it. If you're into comic books, anime, cartoons, things like that, go on there. We talk about that. Yes, I'm the guy who points out the black dude dies in every movie. It's the same. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I just do it with a little, you know, the black sense and the black view. You can go on. Uh, I'm on uh, Instagram, I-E-Y-E, black man, I mean, black man podcast. And then I'm on the uh, Book of Faith. I Black Man Kyle podcast and a podcast called Fresh. No doubt. Brother, thank Look you for up. joining Look us. Look this up. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us and thank you for the shout out on yes. your last Oh, no episode. doubt, man. No, no doubt. doubt. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. And hey, and we will talk to you later and we will talk hey, to you later. Oh, hit me up, there. man. Yes. No doubt. Friend thank you for show. joining us, brother. Thank you, man. I'm trying to come for lucky spot. I'm coming for three. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No <laughs> doubt, brother. Thank you for joining us on the JS and King podcast. All right, man. Peace. Peace, brother. JS. 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 Hello? Hey, yo, what up, King? Yeah. yeah. Hey, I have, ever since we did the podcast, I have been searching around um, looking for Superfly. Uh, what were you talking about? Oh, oh, man, I, I didn't even mean Superfly. Nigga, I meant Sugar Freak. I just went along with the story. I'm on. I, I'm in sugar free, bro. You ain't never gonna find. Hey, hey, 
I just had to make sure because I was fucking lost. Like, damn. Yeah, it's my fault. I just shook a freak. Hey, <laughs> you got it. I talked to you. All right, peace. All right, peace.